Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Friday, May 22. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast about reading in the time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today are Merchandising Coordinator, Cass Sharp. Hello, Cass. Hi, Mark. And Campaigns Manager, Sam Joyce. Hi, Sam. Hi, Mark. So let's get right into it. Uh, Sam, what have you brought for us? Um, so I've brought one for you, Mark, today. So you can add it to the list of weird and wonderful little finds. Um, <laughs> this is a, a, a fantasy or grimdarky or kind of horror novella um, called Prosper's Demon by KJ Parker. Um, and I'm reading this one in ebook, but um, you know, I highly recommend you go and check out the, the cover for this because I love it. It's it just says exactly what you need to know about this book. I need you to picture like a, a man from sort of like the mid torso up. The cover's all black and white, and he's in a black sort of Shakespearean tunic. He's got the white ruff frill collar thing around his neck, but instead of a head, it's just this billow of dark black smoke. Um which I just think is, I don't know, I find it really cool. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I was so interested in reading this book. Um, so in this, the, this is the story of an exorcist, but for this particular exorcist, he's very effective. Um, he'll get that demon out, but he just doesn't care what happens to it, um, what happens to the, the person who is, who's a host of that exorcist. Um, and his target in this story um, is Prosper of Chance, a man of science. Um, it's a really dark, witty story. It's written in first person, so you're really put into this into this person's head. Um, and if I can just give you an to give you basically to give you an idea of what this book is, I'm going to read this quote from the review it had in the New York Times. It's as if Deadpool had slipped into the body of the Witcher Geralt. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Buying that one. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna do it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's it's really fascinating, and you know, the, the sort of the first paragraph is literally, um, I woke to find her lying next to me, quite dead, with her throat torn out. The pillow was shining and sodden with blood, like low-lying pasture after a week of heavy rain. The taste in my mouth was familiar, revolting, and unmistakable. I spat into my cut hand, bright red. Over crying out loud, I thought, "Here we go again." <laughs> it's just. It's got a really great tone. Um, I love, you know, uh, historically fantasy, grim, darky horror. Um, whatever this is, I love it. Brilliant. That sounds like so much fun. I, I really want to read that. Highly recommended. Excellent. Right, uh, what about yourself, Cass? What have you brought for us today? Um, so today I'm here to talk about The Foul Twins, which Sam and I spoke a lot about before it came out and all the excitement of the Artemis Foul movie, yeah. which I still haven't seen. Um, so it follows Beckett and Miles, the twins, um, younger siblings of Artemis the second, and what happens to them after um, a troll is kidnapped and a fairy steps onto their property. So at this point, I'm like 50 pages in. Um, it's got a lot of the same dry sense of humour that we loved from the other books. Miles is very much kind of inspired by his older brother, like 3D prints a new suit every day, whereas Beckett is kind of like... He's definitely a lot more relaxed. And, yeah, it's fun to return to the world of fairies and leprechaun and everything. Um, and it's just a rollicking good read so far. 
How long has it been since the last Artemis Fowl book? I'm I'm not super familiar with um with the series. Could you give us a little bit of an idea of um what it's about? Um, so the original series was about a teenage criminal mastermind. Actually, I think it started when he was like 12. Anyway, he takes himself very seriously. He's a criminal genius and he kidnaps a fairy um, because he wants to hold her for ransom um, for gold. And it kind of kicks off this whole thing where, like, the fairy police are trying to get the person back and the fairy is trying to escape and all this other stuff. And then they go on, like, more madcap adventures. It was, um, it, it was it was it was a, a series that I sort of grew up reading. It's really really funny um, and really fascinating. Yeah, and Captain Holly Short is definitely a very cool, very strong female character. As like the first female captain in the LEP, I think. Mm. Yeah, um, Opal Cowboy is also a very cool one. So I would yeah. recommend people reading. And the, the film's coming out, I think, on Disney Plus on June 12th. I'm not sure if that's the Australian date, but uh, mm. hopefully it's everywhere. I read some chatter online from some Artemis Fowl fans who seemed to be a bit disappointed by the way the film looked. Um, I think we have to remember is that, like, this is a... This is a I, feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of nostalgia for this series, but its audience mm. is... Um, you know, uh, tweens and teens. Um, I shockingly am not that anymore. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of keen to watch it. Um, but, you know, you've got to take it as what it is. It's, it's, it's got its audience in mind. I enjoyed Frozen, even though that's for kids. Frozen's for everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. controversially, though, I, I actually enjoyed Frozen 2 just as much as Frozen 1, even though some people seem to not enjoy it. Sam, you must speak hmm. my language, so did I. <laughs> yeah. I actually enjoyed Frozen 2 slightly more than I enjoyed Frozen 1. But that's the one. We can get it. That. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, the other film was like development for a long time, I think. And it kind of bounced around between places. So the fact yeah. that we got a movie at all is quite surprising. Yeah, I mean, the fact that we've got a film at all, you know. Um, yeah. Is, is is still a major achievement for the series, you know, given its its long history. Um, I, they were talking about it. I don't know how many years ago. Probably fifteen. Yeah, I think it could be an animated movie. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'll uh, I'm interested. I'll give it a go. It's a uh, has a lot of good memories. Hmm. So, what's been bringing you guys uh, joy in isolation this week? Uh, Cats, why don't you go first this time? Um, I've been cooking more. So on Monday, I had to break out the slow cooker that I mentioned before. It um didn't go very well because it had smoke coming out of the dial. But I adapted the recipe and made a really good tofu curry. Nice. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> um, and yeah, still drawing. I've picked up my drawing tablet I bought back at uni and I've been playing around with that. Um, and yeah, just sketching more and talking to my friends. Lovely. What about you, Sam? Um, what's bringing me joy this week? I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout out to my flatmate. I had a 7 a.m. meeting today. It's very early, and she brought me back a coffee, a real coffee, from her, um, her, her wonders this morning, her walk this morning, and uh, and I got to have a real coffee when my meeting finished. So that gave me joy. Oh. 
That's I think everyone's still awake right now. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, cool. So we're at that point in the podcast where we shout out to an Australian author. And today we're going to give a shout out to Ryan McNaught, who you might know better as Brickman, uh, who is making appearances at the moment on the Lego Masters TV series. And the exciting thing is that he has a book coming out in November, uh, which is called Brickman's Family Challenge Book. And it contains 30 amazing Lego brick challenges for all ages and abilities. So if you've been watching Lego Masters, and you have been inspired to engage with your Lego a bit more and kick it up to the next level, there is a book coming out on the 3rd of November that is perfect for you, and you can pre-order it right now um, at booktopia.com.au. So, Sam and Cass, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Max. No worries. And you can listen to all of our episodes for free on SoundCloud and iTunes, and we'll be back at the same time on Monday with another episode of The Daily Booktopian. Until then, keep reading, and please stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces, and more. Or, if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast, and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore, at booktopia.com.au.